0: Passion versus pay. Is it okay to actually quit your dream job? A couple of people did it, and that's what we're talking about on today's show. So if you're interested in knowing more, keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman. And yes, I'm back yet again for another episode. And today we are talking about quitting your dream job, quitting your dream job. Now, you may be wondering to yourself, well, Kay, what what is this? What is this episode? I mean, the whole idea of your podcast is finding your career passion. So the goal of the podcast, all roads lead to finding your career passion and ultimately working within your career passion. But If you have listened for the show for any length of time, and if you're new and this is your first episode, welcome. So glad that you're here. Feel free to go back and listen. We do have over 100 episodes recorded, but my main message with this podcast is yes, definitely discover what you are purposed to do here on earth in terms of your career find your unique gifts and yes monetize those find a job that suits you that suits your purpose that lights you up that makes you excited when you wake up in the morning and not makes you want to crawl back in the bed yes that is my message but i also want you to know that finding your career passion is not a it's not a one and done necessarily you know, we do have those people that from the time they were five years old, you know that person, you know that little girl or that little boy who used to walk around with a stethoscope or the nursing outfit and said, this is what I'm going to be when I grow up. You do have those people. But for the most part, most of us, if we're being honest, are not necessarily working in in what it is that we went to college for, right? So the path to get to your career passion, your dream job is not necessarily the same for everyone. It doesn't look the same and there are no cookie cutters in the process. That's why it's so important that if you're struggling to figure it out, especially as you get older, to get a coach, to get someone who can kind of be that outside voice that can help you sift through all of the different options. So yes, although I encourage you to find your career passion, and that's what we talk about on this show Today I want to talk a little bit about when quitting your dream job makes sense and I want to challenge you on what exactly is your dream job. So when I talk about career passion, I talk about that thing that really lights you up, that you do for work. So If you're someone who loves public speaking, then a job where you get to do more of that every day. If you're someone who loves IT and computers, then a job where you get to do more of that every day. Now, for some people, their career passion is actually their vocation. It's what they do for work every day. But some people work a job that they like It's not necessarily a career passion. If you had asked them when they were five what they wanted to be when they grew up, it may not be a life insurance agent. But for them at this time in their lives, that's their dream career. And there are other things that they do in their life that that one might look at as career related that brings them joy that brings them that happiness, that brings them fulfillment, but they don't necessarily use it to pay the bills. You know, this is the, the accountant who on the weekends plays his guitar at a local club. You know, this is the HR manager that, you know, after work and In the mornings before she goes to work, she paints with watercolors every single morning because that is her outlet. And in the summers, she sells her paintings at flea markets and shoppers, or excuse me, farmers markets. So what I'm getting at here is there is no one size fits all. There is no cookie cutter. There is no right and wrong. There is what works for you. So the the motivation or the the, uh, dynamic behind why I chose this episode was I was reading an article and it talked about how uh, they featured two separate people who both had left their dream jobs. One of them was a pastry chef and the other one was in theater. And they tell the story of how the pastry chef, for example. In the article, his name was Andrew, and Andrew had dreamed of working in a restaurant all his life. And finally, he got the chance to be a pastry chef at this exclusive hotel. And the basic premise was that, as they say now, the math wasn't mathin', meaning that the money that he was making as a pastry chef was not enough for him to actually fulfill his lifestyle. And so he left and he actually got into the technology sector. The other person that was featured, she her name was Adrian and she worked in theater. And she then got her dream job at a cannabis dispensary because wherever she lives, uh, they have legalized cannabis. And she worked at a dispensary where she was able to sell cannabis. That didn't work out for her. And now she's in the banking industry. And for both of them, they talk about how making the decision to leave what they thought was their dream job was a huge decision. But in the end, the pros of leaving outweighed the cons. And so for Andrew the pros were that he has weekends back. He has he had his nights and weekends back where he could take time to do some of the other things he enjoyed some of the hobbies that he enjoyed. And for Adrian again, she had a set nine to five schedule all holidays off. You know, so when you think about your nine to five right now, how important is it for you to, let's say, have a set schedule? Let's say work a nine to five, have your weekends free to spend time with your kids or spend time with your grandkids or do other hobbies that you love. Guess what? That could be your dream job. So for you, maybe the technology job or the banking job is your dream job because it allows you to reach some of your other goals. That's why when I work with clients, we talk about their overall goals. Like, where do you see yourself in 5, 10, 15 years? Where do you want to retire? What's that going to look like? Right now, what are your top values? What are your top priorities? So if you're someone who values freedom, then you're not going to do well at a job where you're constantly micromanaged, for example. And so when we look at this whole idea of a dream job, what I want you to do is I want you to let go of this premise that it's either follow your passion, follow your heart, burn all the bridges behind, go for bra- broke go for broke and go for your passion or it's stay in a job that you're miserable at these two are not the only two options there are so many options in between that's why doing your research speaking to someone can open up so many possibilities that you don't even know you don't know there are jobs there are roles there are work structures. There are companies that will allow you to do things that you don't even know are possible because A, you haven't asked, but B, you just don't even know that that exists because you've been at your job for 10, 15, 20 years. That's why it's so important to get your eyes open either by working with someone or by doing your research, hopping on YouTube, whatever it takes. But that's why coaching is the shortcut to all of that. Uh, because immediately when you work with someone who's already been there, done that, they can help guide you. So I want you to take away from today that you do not have to either find your dream job or uh, either find your dream job and leave everything else behind or be miserable in a job that you hate because it pays the bills. No, there are jobs that you would enjoy That could also pay the bills. There are jobs that pay the bills, but don't necessarily have to be your quote-unquote passion. Maybe that's what you reserve for the weekends or, you know, in your leisure time. You know, sometimes we have this fantasy about what work we love actually looks like. And we think that if we find this job, like in the case of Andrew with being a pastry chef, He found this job and he thought it was the holy grail of what he wanted, but he hadn't really taken the time to think it all the way through to see how this job would fit in his lifestyle. So, when we're talking about this whole idea of passion versus pay, first thing I want you to know is that these are not mutually exclusive. Mutually exclusive. So, you can have a job that pays well that you actually love. You can have a job that pays well, and then you do something else for your career passion that you actually love. Or there could be a job that you don't necessarily love, but that you can tolerate because it's giving you what you need, i.e. security, i.e. the money that you need, the benefits. There's something about the job that's keeping you there. Now, I'm definitely not saying to stay in toxic environments for a paycheck, but for some people, they have decided that staying in this particular role, the benefits far outweigh the disadvantages of doing it. And so I want you to be really careful here, though, because what I am not talking about is I am not talking about settling. I'm going to repeat that because I am not talking about settling. See, there's there's a part of us that doesn't want to really go for it. There's a part of us that questions, well, what will happen if I go for that dream job? What are people going to think? What are people going to say? I'm not qualified to do that. So there's a lot of mind chatter that can stop you from actually pursuing your dreams. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you have sat down with yourself, you've looked at your lifestyle, your values, your goals, your dreams what you really want for yourself. And you have created a plan of action for your career, for your vocation that fits around your lifestyle, whatever that looks like. But that's not the same as having a dream to do something and not wanting to go for it because you're afraid of criticism or what people think it's this, what I'm talking about is not shrinking yourself and making yourself small because you're afraid. So it's a, And it's a very fine line. So when you think about your career decisions, are you making them from fear or are you making them from love? Are you making them from fear or are you making them from a strategic place from where you have really thought about why, why you want to be in the role that you're in? And there are no right or wrongs. If I say, that I want to take a job because I want the security, the benefits, and I like the hours. I'm not wrong for that. I'm not wrong for that. If I say that I want to start my own business because I want freedom and I don't want a boss and I don't want anybody to tell me what to do, I'm not wrong for that. Whatever you choose to do, there are no rights or wrongs, but what you do have to do is look into what's it gonna take to make it work. And that's where planning comes in. So what we don't wanna do is create these grandiose plans and ideas in our head without really thinking through them. So in this question of dream job versus secure job, I wanna give you a couple of pointers to take away from this episode. First of all, passion versus pay. These two are not mutually exclusive, meaning you can find a job that you're passionate about and that pays well, or you can find a job that pays well and do something that you're really passionate about on the side. So that's number one with that. Number two, when you are thinking about the passion question, passion versus stability. Again, keep in mind, they are not mutually exclusive. But number two, what is it that you really, really want? Not what somebody else wants for you, not that you think would be nice to say that you want, but it's just you. It's just you by yourself. Nobody else has to know about this conversation but you. And you might even want to take a piece of paper or take a journal and just write down. Just ask yourself without censoring yourself, what do I want? What kind of work environment do I want? What kind of salary do I really, really want? Not what I think the employer will let me have, but what do I want? What do I really want? Once you really decide what you want in life, I mean, really decide what you want and you align whatever it is that you want to your values, to your passions, to your dreams, and to your goals, you will be surprised how much easier it is to make decisions. Because you just filter your decisions based on what it is that is most important to you. And everything else just falls by the wayside. And it's easier said than done, but it does take getting real with yourself and asking yourself, okay, what do I really want? And what form of employment, what career is going to fit into what I want? So that's the second thing. What do you really want? Next, assess what is your tolerance for risk. Some people just don't have a high risk tolerance. And again, you want to make sure that your risk tolerance, you're not confusing that with fear, right? Because risk tolerance is, okay, I've sat down, I figured out exactly how much I need to live each month, how much my bills are, how much I want for savings, retirement, the whole nine, I figured it all out, and I have identified these three companies where I would like to work, where I could get the salary that I want, and would ha- would check off the boxes of what I need in a role. All right, so that's different than just saying, "Oh, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. I don't really have anything, you know, going on, but I'm just going to quit." All right, so risk tolerance is taking into account that you've actually made a plan and you're not just doing something on a whim. But everyone, having said that, has a different risk tolerance. So what is your risk tolerance? And again, you want to base your choices based on that while stretching yourself, but not getting too much into that fear place, which a lot of us do. So once you've assessed your risk tolerance, then you want to go ahead and make that plan. Make a plan. Make a plan for how you're going to make it happen once you decide what you want. Just remember these two things. One, your career passion does not have to pay for your lifestyle. You might have a job that pays for your career passion. You might have a job that pays for your lifestyle that is not necessarily your career passion. Remember, there are so many shades of gray. Nothing is black and white. You just have to map it out. You have to plan it. And it's helpful if you have someone to help you with that, either a mentor or a coach or someone. So your career passion does not have to pay for your life and your career path is not linear. So if you are in a spot where you think that, again, there's some sort of a cookie cutter layout of how you're supposed to move through your career, and at this age, this is where you're going to be, and at this stage, this is where you're going to be. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. And it doesn't have to work like that. It's funny because this whole idea that happiness and success are linked to working a cool job, a role that you're passionate about, uh, in an interesting, envy-inducing workplace—you know, those places that have the uh, paddleball courts, you know, in the break room and free snacks 24 hours a day, or however long you're long at work, however long you are at work free coffee, things of that nature. These days, and then with social media and Facebook, it's gotten really chic to talk about what you do and being an entrepreneur and working in tech. You know, these these are some of the buzzwords that you hear. And, And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with working a quote unquote cool job and being an influencer, but I also know about the statistics that I've read about entrepreneurs and depression and entrepreneurs going broke, mortgaging their houses and all kinds of craziness for something that they didn't think all the way through. And so while this has all been buzzing around for a long time now, during lockdown, it really became a quote unquote thing, right? So following your passion Finding your dream job. It just really became in vogue. So much so that, according to a late 2020 poll from Fiverr, which, if you're not familiar with Fiverr, it's this US freelance marketplace. And it said that 59% of the 2,000 Americans surveyed believed that the COVID 19 pandemic had encouraged people to pursue their dream jobs, which is a great thing if indeed you have planned that out. Most of the respondents, 71%, saw themselves going after their dream job one day and 45% thought it was possible to do so full time. But when we think about career redirections to get a dream job, as it was in the case of the two stories that I started this episode out with, the pastry chef, and the theater worker-turned-cannabis-dispensary worker-turned-banker, your career path is not linear, and career redirections are okay. In fact, they're part of the process. There's always a new statistic every time I look, but statistics show that during your lifetime, you will have anywhere from five to seven careers, and that's okay. And if you've only had one, that's okay, too. So what I want to say is that there is no cookie cutter. There is no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. And if we can stop looking at social media and looking what our neighbors doing and looking at what our former classmates in college are doing, and we would just run our own race and look at our own pace, look at what we're doing, we would be so much more happy and so much more fulfill, because we would realize that if we set a goal, if you set a goal, and if you work towards that goal, and if when you get stuck working towards that goal, you get help, whatever that help looks like for you, do you know that you could actually reach that goal? (laughs) You could actually reach that goal If you were serious about it, if you dedicated time and attention to it, and if you got help when you got stuck, you could reach that goal. And we know, and you know very well, that the help is out there. There is nothing, there is no topic that you want to learn about that you cannot Google and at least get a start I mean, I dare to say you could probably figure the whole thing out with Google. I don't know how much time that would take you. <laughs> That's why I always suggest getting a mentor, or getting somebody that can help you to break down that learning curve. But there is no one way to do anything. And so if you are right now struggling with this idea of passion versus pay, my dream job versus staying in a place where I hate, just know that there are no right or wrongs. There is no black and white. There's only what you decide and that you plan for and that you're intentional about taking the steps to go through to make whatever it is that you want happen. And I think a lot of times that's where people veer off. They let fear and procrastination and whatever stop them from taking the action steps that they need to actually make whatever it is that they say they want, a reality, and then they blame everything else but themselves for it not happening. So my message to you today is that when we talk about passion versus pay, dream job versus dead-end job, you don't have to mutually exclusively choose one or the other. And if you do find your dream job and you do start working in your dream job And it sucks and it doesn't work out. Guess what? You can make a career pivot. And you know what? If that next thing doesn't work out, you can make another pivot. So I just want you to free yourself today from this idea that, first of all, you're a loser if you haven't found your dream job. You're a loser if you hate your job. You're a loser if you are 53 and you're not in your dream job yet. Just put all that stuff out the window put all that stuff out the window and think to yourself, what is it that I want? And how, how can I get there? Once you ask yourself how, your brain automatically goes to work and thinking about ways that you can actually get that done. So that is what I have for you today, just my thoughts on this whole idea of career passion. You know this is this is my jam. This is what I talk about, finding your career passion. But I just wanted to do this episode today to let you know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, wherever you are. And you don't have to choose one or the other, and you don't have to feel guilty or let society guilt you into either going for or not going for your career passion. That's all up to you. I mean, you're still the person that you are, regardless of what you do for work. Just makes it a little bit fun if you can enjoy what you do, or at least know that that job is financing the lifestyle that you truly want. So that is what I have for you today. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com, and while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.